everybody, this is Josh Brown. Happy New Year. We hope you had a great time with your family over the holidays. Uh, Pastor Daniel is here in the studio with me. Happy New Year, Pastor Daniel. How's it going? Josh, it is going great. Happy New Year to you and yours and also everybody who's in Jesus' real radio land. Things are amazing. I'm excited for this brand new year, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Glad. I'm glad to hear you guys had a good uh, last year, 2016. Uh, Listeners, you know, every first Friday of the month, Pastor Daniel and I interrupt the current series here on Jesus is Real Radio to bring you this special broadcast. Daniel, we've been doing this the last several months. I'd like to kind of continue with this. Would you open us with prayer? Absolutely. Father, I want to thank you so much for uh, a resetting of a calendar year as it's January again. And and God, you know all that's going to happen over this next year. And Father, I just ask for for each one of us that we would walk in your grace, that we would know you in a more deep and intimate way. Father, that you would pour out your spirit and that we would walk in the spirit in ways that we've never have before. And Father, that you would impact the world through us hmm. in this new yeah. year and that we would help more and more people to know that Jesus is real every single day. And so God, we place our lives and this brand new year into your most capable hands. Lord, we trust you. We know that you can do better things with it than we can. And so we ask that you would, and we ask it all in Jesus' name and all of God's people said, amen. 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 Thanks, Pastor Daniel. Um, I know many listeners look forward to this question that I ask at the beginning, right after prayer, usually every first Friday broadcast, Daniel, what is the Lord doing at Crossroads right now? Josh, it is some of the most exciting times in my entire life of ministry here at Crossroads. So, I mean, this brand new year, um, we just launched a new uh, website at danielfusco.com. So we have more Mm. uh, resources available. Uh, Also, we did that also because we just launched the brand new TV ministry that we're calling Real with Daniel Fusco. If you're uh, listening, check out uh, the website, uh, wherever a TCT network is uh, across the country, uh, you'll be able to catch us. And then what's really exciting is actually this upcoming Sunday, January 8th here at Crossroads, we are launching the brand new Southwest Portland campus of Crossroads. So what that means is, I mean, we've been doing ministry here in Southwest Washington and Vancouver, Washington for over 40 years. And so we're starting this brand new campus on 9100 Southwest Wilshire, uh, right in Southwest Portland, kind of at the juncture of 217 and 26. So for those of you who are listening, who are part of the Portland metro area, please come and join us at our brand new Southwest Portland campus. It'll be Sundays at 10 a.m. and then Wednesdays at 7 p.m. I'm so excited about this because God has been really prompting our hearts and we're taking this mm-hmm. bold step of faith and, and there's so much excitement about this brand new Southwest Portland campus of Crossroads. And so that's super happening right now. And and we're right in the middle of it. And we're just sensing that God is going to do some pretty amazing things. Wow. That's only two days away, Daniel. Today's January 6th. So we've got tomorrow, Saturday, and then the first service there at the new campus will be Sunday, January 8th. Tell me, Daniel, is that going to be a video campus or is there going to be a pastor there? 
So we uh, we have a campus pastor who's going to be there on staff, Pastor Gabe Moreno, a guy who I just oh, wow. love so much. And uh, yeah. and the predominant of the teaching will be a, a simulcast uh, from our, our campus in Vancouver. And so even if you're not in the area, would you just take a moment and just pray for, for mm. the work that God wants to do in Amen. the city of Portland? And, and we're just really excited to be able to open up uh, a place to do ministry uh, in Portland. And we just really sense that God's going to do some crazy, crazy stuff stuff. <laughs> That's awesome, Daniel. I'm excited. I'm stoked for the people in Portland. Uh, those of you that are listening on KPDQ, uh, that's some exciting news. Um, okay. Last month, we dug deep into some pretty heady biblical doctrines that are that are really important to the Christmas story. And we pray that you had a blessed Christmas. Uh, we talked about why the virgin birth is important, what the incarnation is, And Daniel talked about why Jesus had to become a man. I'm sure that God used that to help all the Jesus is real listeners to focus on what's important during the holiday season. But now it's January 6th. It's a brand new year, 2017. We have a new president. The world seems to be topsy-turvy. So much is going on. Daniel, do you have any thoughts about this upcoming year? Well, obviously I have a lot of questions about the upcoming year, but what I do know is that Jesus is real and that God is on the throne and God is working every single moment of every single day. So for me, I just have a ton of hope for 2017. And I always say it this way to people. I say that I'm not what I used Mm -hmm. to be and I'm not what I'm going to be, but Lord willing, I'm moving in the right Mm -hmm. direction. And we say that as a church family. And so I just believe that Mm -hmm. 2017, it's it's not going to be what it was in 2016. And it's not, if the Lord tarries, not what it's going to be in 2018, but each and every day is a great opportunity for us to simply respond to Jesus because he's real and to take the next steps. And so I just have a ton of hope. I know that God isn't finished with me yet. Mm. I know that God is is not done working on me. And so 2017 is going to be about... uh, the renovation project of Daniel Fusco. And, and my prayer is that the Jesus is real program for all the folks who, who tune on in that it, this would be part of the renovation that God is doing in your life. And because Jesus is real, I just think 2017, mm. it's a year of hope. God's going to do a work. It's the hope of glory, Christ yeah. in us. And so I just have a ton of hope. Wh- Whatever is going to go on, whether it be politically in America or in the world, God knows what will happen. But I know that my God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Amen. the God who sent Jesus and who redeemed us by Jesus's blood. He wants to do a transformational work in mm-hmm. everybody in the entire world. And so I think 2017 is going to, I think it's just going to be amazing. Amen. That's a perfect segue, Pastor Daniel. Um, today, we're going to talk about what it means to make meaningful and needful change in our lives and why it's so difficult. Uh, first off, let's talk about something that's probably obvious when it comes to New Year's, uh, this this time of year, New Year's resolutions. Daniel, did you make any? You know, Josh, I, I have made New Year's resolutions and I've been okay. doing them every year for a long time. Cool. And I know some people say, well, we shouldn't do that. But in, there's something about the resetting of the calendar in the new year where I always want to take a look back and see what was good, what wasn't good, what do I want to see changed right. and, and kind of make some 
some intentional decisions about life. So literally my uh, New Year's resolutions uh, will be every, I look at every different area of my life. I look at uh, my family life mm-hmm. with my wife, Lynn and our kids mm-hmm. and, and things that I want to strengthen and things that I want to see transformed. I look at my own, like my own self-care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always kind of uh, re-upping on, I want to try and take care of myself. I want to eat well. I want to sleep better. Right. Uh, I always make um, uh, resolutions in regards to the work of the ministry. So what we're doing in regards to crossroads, what can we change? What can we do better? Uh, I always try and do things uh, things like financially, mm-hmm. where I'm always wanting to look at uh, how I'm stewarding the resources of life that God has entrusted to me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, most importantly, I think, because I think it feeds all the other resolutions is spiritually. Mm-hmm. So I always want to be able to take an assessment of my life in Christ, uh, what with the knobs that are on my side of the wall. I talk about that a lot, obviously, that there's knobs on God's side of the wall and there's knobs on my side of the wall. And so I, I'm always looking at what does my devotional life look like? Right. What does my prayer life look like? What does my time in the word look like? What does my self-sacrificial service look right. like? And so I make um, spiritual goals as well, things that I want to see uh, grow and change in my own life because I'm in process and God's not finished with me yet. And so uh, I love making New Year's resolutions. I'm a big fan of them. Hmm. That's great. I, I'm sure there isn't a listener out there who hasn't made maybe not as many as you've just mentioned, but uh, some sort of resolution or even said to themselves, I'm going to do this or that this year. Daniel, why do you think you and, and, and other people, why do people make these sort of promises to themselves? Well, Josh, I think we make these promises because we look at our life and we live in the tension of what is as opposed to what could be. And so, and I think that if Mm. we're honest with ourselves, we say the ideal life that God would have for me looks like this and the life that I'm living doesn't look quite like that. So I think in all those areas, we we, we grab hold of those things and we say, okay, I want to make some changes here. And I think that that's a beautiful thing really Mm -hmm. to be able to say my my life in Christ full of the spirit, you know, on fire for Jesus looks like this. And whichever ways it, my life presently doesn't look like this. That's something that I think God wants to get at in our lives. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's that's exactly right. People, you know, they've got good intentions and we all really, everybody wants to be a better person. We want to be good people. But sadly, what we see often most, and, and I want to have you speak to this in a moment, is that by the second, maybe the third week of January, we aren't quite keeping those resolutions as well as we should. You know, five days a week at the gym becomes three. Then by the first week in February, we're back on the couch. (laughs) Daniel, why do people struggle so much to change when we really, we know we need to change? Well, I think we struggle to change because I think, you know, our Bibles teach us that we're, that we're, we have a fallen nature. I mean, we've been redeemed by Jesus. Mm. It's like the children of Israel. It's like when, when they left Egypt, they were no longer slaves, but they still kept their slave mentality. Right, you know, and 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 God wanted to transform that, and they ended up in the wilderness for forty years because they still had a slave's mentality rather than the mentality of a, a freed child of God. And I think that's a great picture of what it is for us: is that even though we've been redeemed by Jesus and we are born again. We struggle still to follow through on on the things that we know that we need to do. The world, the flesh, right. and the devil, you know. Uh, and I think what also happens is, is that when it comes to lifestyle realities, I think we kind of create grooves in our minds and in our hearts that are you really have to really. F- 
really drive at and focus on and they slide real easy. Like I think with the new year's resolutions and I've, I say, I always make them and I always have to make some of the same ones and new ones each year, because Mm -hmm. what I find that happens is that within a few weeks, the passion and the excitement about making a lifestyle change, it kind of wears off the messiness of life and the struggles that we have. We kind of lose that intensity. And so, uh, and then, and then the slide happens and, but my hope is always that people will go back and kind of re up, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, periodically. I look at my new year's resolutions about once a month, uh, because I want to be able to be like, okay, so yeah, that's totally sliding right now. That's not there. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm doing pretty good on that one. And so that's how I try and get at it at least. It's so true, Daniel, what you've said. We all know that we need to change, but we continue to fail in and of ourselves. So Daniel, what's step one for change? As you look at your resolutions, where do you start to, to begin those changes? Well, first, I, I always start with the fact that I need to change. And I think mm. that knowing that I need to change, that's part of it. You know, a it good is. old G.I. Joe said it, that knowing is half the battle. And so, <laughs> so I think for, the first step is to be able to say, I need to change. And then the second step is to say, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm really powerless in my own mm. self-driven ability to change. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's why I think that the, the resolutions are great for that because you look at him like, yeah, that's been a resolution of mine for 15 years. Right. And I think that ability to be able to say, I need help outside of myself. You know, that, that, that it, that like all of humanity, I struggle to be able to transform myself left up to my own devices. Yep. It's the truth. This has to be the most difficult steps to change, admitting that you can't. Daniel, this sort of goes against American culture, Western culture that says, uh, pick yourselves up by your bootstraps. Get after it. Everything's up to you. You are who you make yourself. Daniel, why is admitting our need for help so important? Well, Josh, it's so important because it's actually the, the first step in the gospel, which, you know, the first word of the gospel is repent, wow. right? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right. And so really that act of us turning away from trying to do it ourselves and saying, God, I have responsibility here, but I need you to transform me. And that's why, like we always say at Crossroads, that we want to simply respond to Jesus. Mm. We don't say we want to simply respond to the things we want. We're yeah. saying Jesus wants to do a transformational work, and and we get to play a part in that. And so for me, this is so important because it gets us to take our eyes off of ourselves and put our eyes on the Lord and 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 say, Lord, I right. am powerless to transform myself, right. but you are powerful to transform my life. And so I want to link up hands with you to see the transformation that you want to be at work in my life. Amen. Amen. Okay. So Daniel, let's say we've come to that place. Let's say one of the listeners today, they've come to that place. They've admitted I need help. I need help. I can't do it in and of myself. What's the next step, Daniel? Well, I think the next step, once you admit that you need help, is you need to make sure you go to the right source to find the help. And I think, mm. you know, we're talking about it, uh, that, that, that we need to come to the Lord. And I think we live in a culture where they've developed a lot of different avenues to try and see the transformation you want happen. And so, I mean, with each passing uh, year, the self-help section in the bookstore gets bigger. That's right. You know, uh, there's, there's infinite numbers of specialists who you can go to 
for all. And I'm not knocking all those things necessarily, but we need to make sure that in all of right, God can use yeah, them. God can use all truth is God's truth. So God can use all sorts of things to, to be a catalyst, to bring the light bulb on. But ultimately we, what we need to realize is that if we look to those things, we will never get what we truly want because we were created to be found in Christ. We were created to be redeemed and forgiven. We were created to be vehicles for God's Holy Spirit. And that only comes through coming to Jesus. And so for me, making sure we go to the right source, with it, which is Jesus, and we stay connected and we abide in Christ. And then Anything else, any other means that we find ourselves involved in, we're still plugged in and abiding in our Savior Jesus. It is absolutely imperative Mm. that we go to Jesus because only Jesus can truly transform us. Not in just like a a change that is temporal or, or I used to do bad things but now I don't do those bad things, but really true heart transformation that has an eternal reality, which only comes in Christ. That, that's a blessing, Daniel. You, you brought up two really important points. I, uh, I want to remind listeners again, the world is full of these ideas of how to change. And some of them are good. Some of them, they're not very good for us. Um, but the, the key is, is taking that time to say that we need help and going to the creator, the one who made us, that, that really is the right start. Now, I'm sure there are people listening that they're saying it can't be that easy, right? I mean, there has to be something more than that. Now, Daniel, we obviously have some responsibility and change, right? Absolutely. And, and we've been kind of talking and alluding to it as we've been discussing this, that it's not a path, you know, transformation is not passive on the side, on our side of the wall. Mm. So it is hard and it is challenging, but we always realize that our hope is not that we'll get there. Our hope is that God promised that he started a good work in us and he's going to be faithful to complete it wow. until the coming of the Lord. And so there is a struggle and, and, and things that we bring to the table. And I don't want to minimize that in any way. Mm-hmm. But, but the reality is, is that as, as we deal with the knobs on our side of the wall, which is our responsibility, I know that God is faithful with the knobs on his side of the wall. And, and so that's really how transformation happens. We play a part in it, but yeah. really it's the work that God wants to bring into our lives by the power of the Spirit because Jesus is real. Amen. I think I get it now. So, so God wants us to admit we need him. Not once, but really regularly. And then he promises to meet us in that need. Daniel, that's still a challenge. What about helpful reminders or ways to keep this concept front and center in our lives? I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, back in the day when someone would take a piece of string and they'd tie it around their fingers. What do you think about these reminders in our lives? I'm a big fan of reminders. And you even have to realize that the Lord is as well. I mean, you think about the, the, the ordinances in the early church, mm. the Lord's Supper and Baptism. Yeah. Right. They were meant to be reminders of who Jesus is and what he's done. That's and so right. I utilize numerous types of reminders uh, to, to mm. keep my eyes focused on the Lord. For years, I would, I would take uh, scriptures. I'd write a scripture on each side of an index card and I'd stick them in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Whenever I reach my hands in my pocket, I'd feel that index card to give me an opportunity to memorize the scriptures. And then it would also be something for me to chew on, some spiritual nourishment mm. throughout my day. Now, obviously, with the advent of smartphones, it's like I have a 
alarms that go off with scripture right. verses or or with things that I'm I'm trying to remember uh, at my house. My you know I'll go into I'll go into the to the bathroom. My wife's got scripture on the mirror there. Yeah. You know, and there's all these different ways. You know, like I I, have, I wear a bracelet that says real on it. You know, because I want to remember that Jesus is real, and that and that I want to be a real person as I walk with the real Savior. And so, mm. all, whatever reminders work for you, you know, I think you should do it. You know, I know somebody who they would, you know, they put a string on their arm, they put a rubber band. I mean, there's a million ways yeah. to be reminded, but yeah. I think those reminders. I am a big fan. I never want to forget that Jesus is real and that he is seeking to transform me in the moments that I find myself. Amen. Thanks, Pastor Daniel. I'm, I'm going to share with uh, the listeners a great way, and you kind of alluded to that, uh, a way that you can remind yourself of these important steps in just a moment. But first, Daniel, could you remind listeners what the steps for change are? Sure. Well, the first step is always the fact that we need to remind ourselves that we need to change, that God is in the transformation business. Second, we need to remind ourselves that on our own, eternal, true heart change is impossible. And so, and then, and then next we take that next step is that we need to make sure we go to the source of true transformation. Jesus is on, is the only true source for, for lasting and, and eternal transformation. And then finally, of course, the fact that mm. we need constant reminders. We are apt to forget. We're apt to get sidetracked and distracted. So we need regular reminders to get done and get about the things that God has in front of us. Amen. Well, Pastor Daniel, I'm going to leave here from the studio with you and I'm going to go renew my gym membership. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, uh, today's discussion has certainly sparked some areas of thought. Um, It's our hope that in this new year, 2017, that you'll continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Don't forget, stay with me. I'm going to be sharing with you a great tool that will help you remember what we've talked about today. Daniel, would you close us in prayer? Uh, be my pleasure. Father, I want to thank you so much for all of my brothers and sisters who are part of the Jesus is Real community. And God, I'm so grateful that you give me the opportunity to, Lord, at best, Lord, be a mouthpiece for you. Mm. Uh, in their lives. And God, as we uh, assess where we've been and as we embark on a new year, God, I ask that the resolutions that we find ourselves pondering and making would be your purposes and plans for our life. And so, Father, we want to drink deep of the wells of salvation. We want to grow in intimacy and knowledge of you, Jesus. Lord, we want your word to be a fire in our Mm. hearts. And God, we want our lives to declare to the world that Jesus is real. Lord, we are living out loud and we want to live the name of Jesus with such volume Mm. in this generation. And so, Father, will you let us reflect your light into the world in a more increasing measure? Lord, will you enlarge our hearts that we would receive more of your love and that we would be vehicles for more of your love to enter the world? And God, all that you want to do in and through our lives, that we would be able to look back at the end of this year and say, what the Lord has done. Mm. And we thank you for it, God. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Pastor Daniel. We really appreciate you taking time and coming into the studio to talk with us each month. To all the Jesus is Real radio listeners, please stay with me. I've got something important I want to share with you in just a moment. Jesus is real. 
Today's discussion with Pastor Daniel was super important at this time of year. I know if you're like me, you've probably made some New Year's resolutions, at least at some point in your life. Let's quickly review the steps Pastor Daniel laid out for us that will encourage the lasting change that we know we need. First, Pastor Daniel exhorted us to admit that changing ourselves simply isn't possible. If it were, we'd all be perfect. Second, we learned that once we admit we can't change on our own, we need to admit that we need help to change. Third, we need to flee from worldly attempts for change. While God can use anything and everything, it's crucial that we turn to Him first and allow Him to be the source of power for our change. And the final step is exactly what I want to talk with you about now, and that's helpful reminders. I don't have to tell you, our lives are busier than ever in this world we live. From the time we wake up until the time we go to bed, our lives are full of things to do. It's easy to forget the fact that Jesus is real in the midst of all the busyness and messiness of this life. You might have heard Pastor Daniel mention that he wears a leather bracelet that has the simple word real on it. This bracelet is a constant reminder of God's blessing and presence in our lives. We would love to offer you this one-of-a-kind, handmade leather bracelet. It's not fancy, it simply says real on it. For anyone who supports Jesus is Real Radio with a gift of $20 or more, we'll send you the real bracelet as a thank you. Simply log on to JesusIsRealRadio.com and click on the Partner option in the main menu. There you can give your gift of $20 or more. And again, we'll send you this simple reminder of God's presence in your life. Log on to JesusIsRealRadio.com and click on Partner to receive your real bracelet. And remember, your support always has two purposes. First, helpful resources like the real bracelet. And second, much-needed support for Jesus Is Real Radio. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, Jesus is real.